As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. It's still not too late to trade Aaron Rodgers. Welcome to a It's Raining Shit DC version of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Jalen Hurts super stan, Daniel Hardigan. How about them birds, Danny? Uh, with us as always, <laughs> Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, were you on a plane during that game? I was. Still unclear. Yeah, I was. And shouts out to the lady in 28F who had a an iPad I could see through in between the seats to her iPad and was able to watch the fourth quarter because this would have been an entire pissed off rant about NFL Sunday ticket if that lady hadn't shown up because all the best games are blacked out. You're paying $300 for jack shit. But I made it. I made it through the game. What what an ending. What an ending. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll get into it. Okay. Uh, also, we got Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson with us. Jamel, the Fitzpatrick era is over. Thoughts? You think I didn't know that this was going to happen? You guys tried to convince me the whole offseason that this was going to be good. You're idiot, <laughs> and I hate both of you. Okay. Uh, hey, joining the show today, uh, we have the hosts <laughs> of the Well-Read Podcast, and it says here in my notes, uh, extremely funny comedian. Uh, what's up? Drew Morgan. How you doing, How's it man? going? I'm pretty good, you know. Uh, I'm a Chiefs uh, fan, so I'm I'm in a good mood with that. I like the Titans too because I'm from Tennessee, and uh, you know that was they might be the worst team in the league. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Uh, yeah. Our defense has always sucked, and we paid Ryan Tannehill. He's like, you know, he's got his money now. <laughs> Never should have paid him. You got to dangle that carrot. Well, and also I think Kyler Murray. You know, it's all it's way too early to tell, but he might have taken a leap. Yeah, yeah, he was in full just fuck the world mode. He was that was the best I think Kyler's ever played in his life. I, I've never seen him better. I haven't watched a lot of games, but it sure looked like that to me. And uh, I mean, from what it seemed like that that uh, defense, the Cardinals' defense, who knew that all those old guys getting Watt and Chandler Jones, unpaid Chandler Jones, would just piss him off to the point where he took it out on that O line. But when you say we. You're talking about the Titans or you're talking about the Chiefs? Who's your we? Man, that's tough. I think it's the Chiefs for sure. Uh, and, I like, people try to give me shit about this and make me feel bad. I just don't. You guys are welcome to try the whole episode if you want to. But uh, we got the Titans when I was, I think, in middle school, and I was already a huge Chiefs fan. And then, as you guys, I'm sure, recall, the Titans went to the Super Bowl like year two, mm-hmm. I think, and they had McNair and Eddie Jones, you know, like, Everybody became a fan, you know, so I did, but I just never let go of the Chiefs. And the Chiefs weren't that great. We had a lot of up and downs back then, so it wasn't like I was trying to fair weather it. I guess I did a little bit with the Titans, but, you know, that's just what I did. I just ended up liking them both. And everybody asked me, what if they play in the playoffs? It always depends on the context. I think I'd cheer for the Titans right now because we just got us one. I mean, the Chiefs just got it, you know, 
what are you going to do? We do play the Titans in the playoffs pretty often, actually. Yeah, I know. This last time I cheered for the Chiefs because I was like, that's the best shot. It's the best shot of getting what I want, which is a ring. The bout time, there was two teams in Tennessee. Double up. <laughs> hey, Jamel's a Titans fan as well, so he roots for two teams. He's a football team fan and a Titans fan. Uh, but, hey, let's get into the show. Uh, each week we start by talking about what we hated about watching football that week. Danny, kick us off. Tell us what you hated. All right. Well, you know, we kind of alluded to it um, hearing that I was on a plane. I was on a plane on Sunday because I went to Kansas City to visit my family, and I planned it pretty poorly. Um, but I'll say what I hated about football related to that was returning to L.A., which is the worst of all NFL cities. I mean, L.A. as a city itself, apart from, the, uh, apart from the NFL, it's fine. The weather's good. The weed is great. You can get all the abortions you want. But we're only here because we want to follow our showbiz dreams. And when it comes to Sundays, I'd rather be anywhere else. I was being in KC for the weekend. I realized, like, that is what football is supposed to be like. It was a fucking paradise. Every building is a bar and grill. And all of them have 100 TVs. And the food is incredible because everyone there eats like fat children. It's all just pork and beef and bread and cheese. And if you order like something, something called like a platter, it's your dinner for three days. Every person you see when you're out on Sunday has had at least five beers before they even showed up. Even the elderly. And they're all talkative and super friendly if you're white. And they're just like into talking about your team and they just love the camaraderie of it. And, you know, sure, you're going to see about a 10 to 1 ratio of Mahomes jerseys to masks. But at least people there know their shit. You know, you ever try to invite a comedian friend in L.A. to watch a game with you? They're like, oh, yeah, it's always the same thing. It's like, oh, oh, is that the is that the thing from Ted Lasso? I think I know the showrunner. And then they just start talking about their career. It sucks. It's just not a football city. That's why no one gives a shit about the Chargers and barely anyone gives a shit about the Rams. I'm cool to, like, obsess about my career for six days a week. But for that one day, I wish I could just teleport to Kansas or Tennessee or any other of the truly great football towns in the NFL because this city fucking sucks. I mean, perfectly stated. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, you, you forget, too. We get used to the shitty Sundays in L.A. And then you have the one where you actually go to the game in the city of the team that you root for, and it changes everything. So, uh, man, yeah, I haven't thought about that in a while, especially being in Europe where they don't really don't give a shit about this <laughs> stuff. So, uh, yeah. Damn. you got to put an accent mark over the, the football. There's like a U, U to double O's transfer. You know what I'm saying. Jesus. Yeah, I think we're the, the only people who would watch football with each other. I think this is uh, why this happened. Yeah, thank God for you, Drew. You're one of the few people who's a comedian and also into football. It's very scarce out there. For oh, I've never watched football in my life. I just <laughs> made, I'm making all this up. I thought having two teams would make you guys mad. <laughs> he, he watches fucking highlight. <laughs> I don't know what that is. 
That's the shit from the Miami Vice intro. Remember they with the scoops? They're playing like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scoop ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We call I it. It was ball. a new type of anime. I was like, don't tell my dad that another one came out. <laughs> Drew, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Man, I'm gonna be harping on this a lot during the episode. I'm high on Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar Jackson. I hated watching Lamar Jackson fall apart. It's like someone please get it inside this dude. Like send him to therapy. You are the best player on the field. 99.999% of the time that you're on a field, you're probably the best athlete in every room that doesn't have LeBron James in it. And in a year, that'll probably not even be the case. And for some reason, and I don't even think it's like a choke thing. I don't know what it is. It's just that I hate watching him. I'm afraid that if this dude keeps being good but failing at the high level, it's going to become the narrative that's going to get in his head more. And we're not going to see what I hope is, you know, a true rival and foil to to my boy Patty Mahomes uh, for years to come. And, um, yeah, I'm pulling for that guy. I'm so pulling for that guy, and I'm tired of watching him fall apart. Oh, also, it was like halfway through the game, the stadium decided they liked the Raiders. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> is yeah, it- I uh- Sorry, go ahead, Danny. No, I was just, is Gruden an underdog now? Are we rooting for Gruden because he went, he came all the way back around? Gruden's a weirdo. Like, that's the thing about Gruden. He's so strange, and the NFL needs that. And also, uh, Davis, Mark Davis, is that his name? Mm-hmm. He looks like, he looks like fried chicken, like, <laughs> you know, got money from its uncle and became that person. <laughs> I want to cheer for the Raiders. I don't. They're, like, I hate him because I'm a Chiefs guy, but like, it's hard not to like these guys. It's like it's like uh, your uncle who just got off parole, and he's trying real hard to get his life back together. The whole Raiders team and organization is like that. So you guys are gonna figure it out, maybe. But we're all watching like, nah, nah. He's gonna start fucking what's her name again and get back on drugs. But it'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But with Lamar, I'm with you because I've been thinking about these check marks with this dude. He's kind of done everything you need to see other than win the big games. I mean, week one, it was a frustrating performance, but, you know, he's got the MVP. I've seen him uh, be the best rushing quarterback I've ever seen. Seen him put in some of the best passing performances you could ever ask for out of a quarterback. And now it's just the last thing is that big game fucking check marks. Those are the last things on his, like, ascent. And Well... I haven't yeah. watched him enough to know for sure, but it seems like in close games he, he doesn't have the record that a Rodgers and a Brady, you know, you know what I mean? Like in Mahomes, like there's those guys where it's like, all right, you know, if it's six minutes left and it's tight, you're terrified they're going to get the ball. I, w- I was like, the Raiders are going to win this. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're right. I mean, we saw that in the Browns-Chiefs game. I mean, the, the second that pump got blocked, I mean, even before it, before. I thought the Chiefs were going to win, but the second it happened, I was like, oh, okay, this game's over. Well, There's no way. And we know as old school Chiefs, I guess you don't need to be that old, but not the same player, obviously, but Alex Smith was a guy you just knew you couldn't count on in those situations. Even though he was a good player, even though you loved him, he just no. didn't have that winning gene. Mariota. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are throwing Lamar in with Mariota and Alex Smith? No, we're just <laughs> saying they have that same, like... 
it's not that scary at the end of the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know who I don't know who the true comparison would be. I mean, he's in so many ways he's incomparable. That's why it's so frustrating to me. I yeah. think he'll I think he'll figure it out though. I think that uh, I, he's just got to keep that stuff out of his head. You know, it's like a shooter's got to shoot thing. He's just got to keep shooting. Just yeah. like Ben Simmons. Jamel, what did you hate about football this week? You know what I hated about football this week? It's watching football night in America after your team loses. <laughs> when your team is usually the early game, you spent the whole game being upset that your team sucks. Then afterwards, you're like, okay, thank God, there's real football teams playing. Now I can watch my fantasy team. I can enjoy my afternoon. Then 7 fucking p.m. hits, and you got to look at Tony Dungy's El DeBarge looking ass, fucking <laughs> grinning, fucking uh, congratulating all the mm-hmm. all the real winners and, and making fun of the fact that your team is fucking leaking pee in the stadium. <laughs> Fuck Rodney Harrison, too. Yeah. Stupid ass suits. I'm sick of all them dudes. Mike Tirico can kiss my ass. Michelle Tafoya, you're cool. That's it. What was really... what was that substance at the stadium? It was pee and uh, Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drew, I don't know if you saw this video. Uh, at the Washington football team uh, home stadium, something above one of the the bleachers uh one of i don't know what the the bathroom exploded and it was just leaking out just diarrhea water this is a metaphor for all of america for the last like two years you tell rich white people they can't be racist anymore and everything falls apart they're just like well if i can't be racist i'm not even gonna fix the fucking bathrooms then One time for my uh, good friend from high school, uh, Donika, who broke up a fight in the men's room in the 400 section at FedEx Field. You live oh, yeah. on in our rhymes every day. Donika. The goat. Hey, how was uh, Sunday night, uh, football night in America? I, I actually missed that this time. Was Drew Brees on it? I saw he was yeah. on the Thursday night shit. He was there looking scared as hell. <laughs> <laughs> He's got hair though now. I saw what that. Is that. He got a flow. What? He got he got one of those uh, that stick on hair. You know that shit that you just kind of dump on your head and it, it sorts itself out. They put a bunch of fucking pipe cleaners on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guys who do that. That Erlacher started it, where you could just yep. show up one day, full head of hair. Everybody knew you were bald the whole time, and you're just like, I don't know about that. I don't remember that. <laughs> They have the, the, the billboards outside of Chicago. I don't know if you've ever flown into O'Hare recently, but there are just a, a barrage of Erlacher hair supplement uh, billboards in and out of that place. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's great. He's owning it. Um, okay, what did I hate about watching football this week? Um, it's a kind of a throwback, but I think hating the Patriots is fully back. Uh, Mac Jones threw his first touchdown pass and did the move where he didn't celebrate. He he kind of trotted off somberly. Uh, they tried to give him the ball because, you know, it's your first career touchdown pass. He wouldn't accept it. 
He's not looking at anybody. He's not high-fiving his teammates. And he's just shifted into this this thing he thinks it is the Patriots quarterback. Like, this is the way that right. this team's position does the job. They, The Patriots flirted with being fun for a minute there. You know, they're like, oh, we might do Cam. We might have a guy who's kind of jovial and uh, likes to have fun on the field. And, Mac, they just went fully the other way. And the, the boring-ass, cold Patriots team is back. They lost, which was nice to see. But... Look for more of that for Mac Jones and that team in general. Uh, the fun's over in, in New England. Football's not fun, man. I know that, but some guys try to pretend that it is. Well, Mac Jones is going to be a winner because he knows it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Patriot way. It's just... Well, I was one of those people. I watch Mac Jones because I'm a big SEC guy. I think he was better than Tua. He wasn't as flashy and he's not as athletic, but his numbers were better. His wins were more decisive. But I was like, eh, I'm not an NFL. Maybe I'm missing something. As soon as the Patriots took him, I was like, yep, he's great. I knew he was great. I've been telling people he's great. <laughs> he seemed like he had fun at Alabama. He's doing the cigar pictures. He's uh, running to the end zone to big up his guys. Like something, he, he kind of got a lobotomy when he got to New England. Maybe maybe it'll wear off, but oh, I, I don't know what's going on. It's a lot I mean, easier college, to run. No. College football is really fun. The yeah. NFL is not fun for a second, but college ball is amazing. It's also people for it's easier for people like Mac Jones to like openly celebrate and display joy when you win every game fifty five to eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that is the problem with college football. That because I don't have I have I'm I went to KU. I don't have a team, so I think the the problem is just like this weekend I saw Alabama had to play Mercer. I mean, who the fuck? Who the fuck wants to see that matchup? Every week in the NFL, there's an interesting matchup, even down to the Texans Jaguars kind of shit. Oregon beat OSU, but I hear you. Well, the top when top ten teams play each other, even I'm interested as a casual fan. But most of the games, eighty percent of the games, are just great teams fattening up on pieces of shit. Right. Well, big boy son plays for Oregon, so that's also fun. I saw him in the stands. They have big boy sitting in the fucking forehead. We can't get big boy down on the field. <laughs> That's Oregon, dude. That's Nike money. And wasn't wasn't that at OSU Stadium? They probably just banished oh, him. Probably- yeah, they banished him up to the upper decks as a fuck you. Also, Ohio, they get nervous around rappers in general. <laughs> it's, it's not even racism. It's just like they're fun. I don't know how to deal with that. Uh, okay, let's get into, uh, it's not really an overreaction, but what we learned from the NFL in week one. Uh, Danny, care to expand? Yeah, I think I think what, what we wanted to do was just kind of say, like, one thing that we definitely know after week one, because it's hard to really know anything. This is all bad information that you're getting based off of this one game. Most of what goes on in week one is kind of bullshit. Like, is Aaron Rodgers tanking the season? Probably not. Are the Eagles going to win the East? No. But just for one thing that we saw that we definitely now know as, as a fact, I would say it's that the Texans will not hit the over for wins this season. Uh, they have a win. Great for them. The over-under on win totals for the Texans was four. And I think, actually, after watching a little bit of that game, that Tyrod is clearly good enough to get them four wins this season. But he won't. 
because we know something horrible is going to happen to him. That is just a fact. It always does. Once his career starts going again, once start people believe once people start believing in him and they start seeing that he can actually play, that's when shit starts to go down. Not sure what it's going to be, but my guess is it's going to happen before week 6 because he has very winnable games against the Pat, uh, the Pats and the Panthers and the Colts, so some pretty bad teams, I think. So before he has a chance to beat those guys, something's going to happen. He's going to get long COVID or he's going to get hit in the head by the sky cam, or he'll be framed for a murder he didn't commit, or open the wrong wrong. puzzle box. Something's going to happen. His testicles are going to fall off after getting the vaccine. He is going to, something is going to befall him, and the Texans will lose every game from then on. That is what we know. Never before have I thought a player was going to get shot on the field more than Tyrod Taylor. Even Pac-Man? (laughs) Even Pac-Man. Pac-Man did get shot, and I'm not even counting it. (laughs) Well, that was on a different field. That was at the strip club. That's his his passionate field. They put Um, a fucking turf. They put turf in the strip club he goes to. (laughs) I think that uh, I hear what you're saying. There's something to me. There's something about what happened with Fitz Magic. Sorry, Jamal. That like makes me think that like that was the sacrifice the football <laughs> gods needed of the underrated. Why can't he put it together for longer than five games, quarterback? That maybe it's an off year for your guy. You know, like maybe this is Tyrod's year. If he can, then some team that shouldn't will pay him way too much money, and then he'll fall apart the year after. Wow. So how many how many Tyrod wins for the Texans would it take for you, as a half Titans fan? to want him in Tennessee and as a backup boot. Well, maybe Tannehill, you know, maybe everything this season turns out to be like week one and you start to feel like maybe he's uh, not the guy you're wasting Julio's last few moments of greatness. You know, Tyrod wins 11 games with the Texans roster. Nah, I'm a Tannehill truther, man. I think that uh, once he gets his head right, I think if you look at that dude's stats, Tannehill's actually really good. I mean, he's not in that top, top, but I think he's right under there. I think, like, on, sincerely, Tyra Taylor would have to win 15 games for me to even entertain that trade. <laughs> <laughs> now, as a backup, I want him right now. Well, sure, I think we all do. I, although, Chad Henney, uh, you he's know, not. he's a winner. I'm cool with my Gardner Minshew uh, third string backup. Oh, yeah. I'm good with that. He's, yeah. Uh, I would quickly. I like to see Tyrod with a mullet, though. <laughs> <laughs> It'll play. It'd, I'd pro- play for the fans, probably. I was. Uh, there's a. We went to an Arab bathhouse yesterday, and mm-hmm. I got. It looks like a level out of Tomb Raider two. Like it's very dimly lit, and uh, you have to wade through these pools, and then you go get a massage. So naturally, I was thinking of the Texans, and. I was getting the mas- you have to have a mask on like while you're laying in the thing and they're dumping warm water on you and the water is gathering in the mask and you have to make the choice of whether to, <laughs> to stop the massage and pull the mask down and uh, face potential death by breathing in COVID air or drowning yourself in the mask. So 
as this was happening, I was thinking of the Texans because of Deshaun Watson. But I was thinking what you were saying <laughs> with Tyrod Taylor. Deshaun, I think the Texans are completely botching this situation because Deshaun's value is spiraling. Anything good that ha- happens to this Texans team is bad for their chip in the Deshaun Watson trade that's going to happen. Right. So the better Tyrod plays, now it's like teams are like, who? oh, well, maybe this – I don't know. I I just wanted to, to say I almost drowned during a massage. Well, I understand Deshaun Watson's play. That gets it. That I mean, that really does. Do you understand his play? Really? Did you get did you get erect during this massage? I feel, I feel like it's very Philly fan to not know if you should choose between breathing air and. Um... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh... <laughs> hey, Drew, what did, what did you learn after week one? Yeah, okay, I think Jamel froze, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go. I touched on it for I was I was gonna do a Lamar Jackson take, and I was trying to decide if I think he's gonna figure it out versus he's never gonna become the big game winner. But I've already touched on that, and I think I want to go a little bit away from the field if that's okay. I know for a fact that Peyton and Eli now and forever, other than Tony Romo, will own commentary. I don't know if you guys tuned into that, but it was legitimately incredible they uh said that every raider goes to the same aa meeting just talking about being drunks so and they're so close because they got an aa meetings together they were shitting all over the nfl's overtime rules i mean it's just the kind of thing that you can't get done if you've got that nbc nfl contract it's the truths, it's the takes that you're not allowed to have. And then you got Thumb Manning and his shit-my-pants face little brother <laughs> over there making them. Just, I mean, Jamel, you missed it. One of the things they talked about was the Raiders are being in the same AA meetings together. You can't get out. Then they cut to Ray Lewis, who was at home. He didn't even have a ring light. He's just on a Zoom, <laughs> just sitting in the dark like he's going to turn another guy in for murder. It was incredible. It's, it, it was this show. This show is has better production and similar takes, but it's coming from Peyton and Eli. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Everyone was so loose. All their guests, too. You just, like, even Russ was kind of just casual, hanging out, like, vibe. He wasn't all, you know, he's usually a pretty stuffy, kind of, you know, rot up his ass Christian dude, but he was, he kind of felt like he was into the casual vibe of just chilling out with other quarterbacks. It's, there's got to be like that, that kind of thing on the air all the time. I mean, there's that's what people want. They want real takes, real reality from their football players instead of that, you know, I love Pat, but he kind of does the same old, like, we just go at it every single day, try to work harder, get better. We've heard all that. Like, let's, right. let's find out some fucking NFL juice, some secrets. So it was on ESPN Plus. Where did you watch this? That sounds right. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering where I was, where gonna, we... I was gonna let Danny answer because I wasn't sure. Yeah, it was it, it was a co-broadcast with the game that was on ESPN and it was on ESPN too. Gotcha. That's right. okay. They can put TV fourteen shows on there. I think. <laughs> uh, Jamel, uh, what'd you learn this week? Oh, the the uh, football team's going zero and seventeen. Ah, come on. First off, Fitzpatrick looked terrible in the preseason. He looked terrible in the game before he got fucking hurt. Then Tyler Heineke comes in and he's playing all right. But halfway through, you realize, oh, this fucking guy actually hasn't won a game. He's only <laughs> thrown a few touchdowns. 
He didn't beat anybody last year. He just looked okay. <laughs> then the P. Then the turds start falling from the sky. <laughs> There's no way in hell the football team wins a game this year. I guarantee it. Yeah, man, y'all had some book of the revelation type shit going on. <laughs> Actual turds from the sky. <laughs> yeah. I um, I want to push. I want to say I thought Washington played pretty well, and they just gave up many third down conversions. It was kind of like a tip your cap type of game where the Chargers just made the plays. But I like the 0 17 angle. Yeah, you got to run. Herbert Herbert was perfect on third down. Very frustrating. Well, and honorable get- mention. Oh, my bad. Honorable mention to the fact that Baker Mayfield is also not going to throw a touchdown. He's never going to throw <laughs> None. a touchdown. Zero. Even when uh, Odell comes back? Even, especially when Odell comes back. I mean, <laughs> p- people think that just unlocks the entire thing. No, they, what they do best is run the ball, and you can't, you can't win uh, a chip doing that. I mean, it's just. Yeah, but I think he'll complete like a 10-yard curl, and Odell just take it the distance once. If he's still One that time. good, if he's still as good as he was in New York, he's never been that good in the entirety of his Browns career. It's also the only way anybody's going to score. It's either fucking Njoku's going to have to run over three people from beyond the 50, and so on and so forth. They just mm-hmm. don't throw in the red zone. It's not going to happen. But they blow up wide open running lanes. I mean, it was, it was comical some of those times when it, that Chubb was just like untouched to the end zone. It was, uh, I don't even worry about our defense as much because they just have such a good run blocking O line that it doesn't even scare me. It's just what they do. But I'm the opposite. I'm like, yeah, of course there were fucking lanes. They were playing the Chiefs. <laughs> it we, seems like the Chiefs, the Chiefs feel like, um, you ever play ball with somebody who was just like, hit puberty early or something and the coach was just somebody's dad who didn't know what that's the whole chief's game plan where they're like yeah but we got billy you know it's like yeah we're not we're not 12 you know like we lost in the super bowl last year you have to put someone on defense honey badger was out frank was out come on we're all right i know andy reed dropped the honey in the post game he was just calling him badger he said hey the badger was out that was my call the badger is going to be back soon (laughs) So he doesn't even call him Honey Badger anymore. Man, when they when we got the Honey Badger, I was so excited because I'm a huge Eric Berry fan. Mm-hmm. Eric Berry was legitimately my favorite Tennessee Vol of all time. And I've got a lot of favorite Tennessee Vols players. So then when he went to the Chiefs, he was all pro. Then he was afraid of that horse. That was adorable. Great. Then he beat cancer, we thought. And then, like, after a few games, it was like, ah, he didn't really beat cancer. He <laughs> just didn't die. You know what I mean? Well, that didn't cancer didn't even beat him. It was that it was some kind of it was some it was the tie with cancer. He well, and there was some kind of bullshit in his ankle that wasn't really like a a torn Achilles. It was like a piece of bone or like a like something was jutting out and rubbing on his Achilles tendon. Sounds like some shit cancer pulled him. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We don't really know. Anyway, I miss him. I agree with what you're saying about the Browns' offensive line generally, but I also wanted to say we really don't have a good defense. It's probably true. But Willie Gay, Willie Gay's coming back. I, That's and true. Back to the to the Washington game because I just feel like you know Jamel's. We don't want him to sink too deep into a hole. I think you guys are going to win your next game. That's uh, and I'm going to put it on the board later. But that is. 
you're definitely not going to go 0-17. The defense was good enough against a really good offense, and Antonio Gibson coughed the ball up, which he's not going to do every game. So you could have had that game for sure. Yeah, Jamel, look, yeah, I agree. You should be in a good mood. You guys are going to win three, four games. You'll beat, you, you'll beat the Eagles in the East. Oh, you're for sure beating our team. <clears throat> okay, uh, hey, I want to just explore this Aaron Rodgers thing real quick uh, about this, what we learned after week one. You know, the angle that we, we all see, that he's sabotaging the Packers season from the inside. You can do more damage from in there than on the outside. Uh the reason I think this is because it just feels like the situation is, is still escalating. Like, you'd think at some point when the season started, he'd be like, all right, time to play ball. I'm going to just stop being petty. But, no, he's sitting down with Aaron Andrews, spilling the fucking beans, <laughs> just talking about everything that happened, being dramatic, taking away from the focus on the field to whatever his gripes are. Uh, he's acting like he's... Uh, who is the Texans' first quarterback? He's acting like he is David Carr on the Texans. Oh. Just, I can't get any help. It's like, no, you're fine. You have a great team. But the way his like disposition is, is that he's David Carr. And it's just fascinating to watch. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that team. I know you. They, they got blown out last year, too, against the Saints. Or maybe it was the Bucs that it got was blown the, out. Yeah, again, the Saints so. blew them out. Yeah, so, you know, good teams can get blown out. It's not unheard of, but uh, it was a horrible sign. for. But isn't that who blew them out? Maybe they just have, like, that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it might be be that. I I, I think that Rodgers is unhappy, and I think that he's got to a level and he's got a personality where he doesn't know how to be a human when he's unhappy. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think he's, like, necessarily like, oh, I'm sabotaging this. I think it's that he's miserable, and to be as good as he is at quarterback, you can't let anything get in the way, and he just is. So I don't think it's – for me, I don't think it's quite as conspiratorial. It's just – he's just a diva, man. And, like, we, we didn't see it, you know, early on because he was an underdog under Favre, so he had to, like – you know what I mean? And he came all in humble beginnings or whatever. I think he's just showing his diva colors, and we'll see. I think he probably hates losing more than he hates the Packers, and so that'll turn it around. That's I feel like that, too. every year. They always yeah. look bad week one. Mm-hmm. That's well, classic A-Rod. Perhaps they've you know they've been thirteen and three the last few seasons. And Jamel, I know you're our resident Rogers expert, so I wanted you to to kind of uh, guide us through this. Uh, what's the final word oh. on Rogers? Well, don't think too hard about it. He just hates being in the state of Florida. Okay. Being I, in Florida, it doesn't agree with his. You know what I mean? His Peloton doesn't work right. <laughs> It's like little shit, you know what I'm saying? Too humid. It's fucking up his ponytail, making his shit all frizzy. He looks the least Florida of any white NFL quarterback. I mean, I, I would say the opposite. He looks like a villain from Miami Vice. He looks like like Cocaine but, Charlie uh, Miami's or Miami's not quite Florida, though. You know, that's, that's like true. Its own, but you're right. He fits in Miami. I'll give you that completely. But he doesn't fit in in any other part of Florida. I saw somebody propose a potential trade for next season because Rogers did say in that interview that he was going to, that he was seriously thinking he might end up on the Broncos. And so there was like a trade that's that a Broncos beat writer said, like, would you accept this? And it was Rogers for Chubb, Bradley Chubb and three first rounders in consecutive years. 
That's in, that seems insane even for Aaron Rodgers. But if Aaron Rodgers is tanking, is it to get his trade value all the way down to like how far could it go if he sucks all season? Like I'm a saying, second rounder for Rodgers? It could still happen this season. I, I, that's what I'm saying. It feels like this saga is not over. To me, it's escalating. He's still doing the sit-downs. They, he, they didn't move past this when the season started. So it seems like he's going to drag his feet for a little bit longer. Um, uh, how old is he? Shit, I'll find out. I think it's like 37 at least. So, But that's, you know, several of us are 37. So I, I think oh, I could. I, I, would, I wouldn't give three nine-rounders for us. But <laughs> I don't know if three first-rounders for a 37-year-old quarterback. He, I know he's, he's great. Man, that's a that's a tall ask. And one of their best defensive players, which seems insane. Okay. First off, we're first round podcast draft picks. Thank you. All yeah. of us. I know. But I just, you know, I don't know if I have a lot of trade value. Like, look, man, I've been back out there. The quarantine's ending. I've been back out on the road. I ain't got a lot left in the tank, man. Like, uh, I barely made it to this one. And this is at 10 a.m. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh Drew, where are you at on the road? Where where can we catch you? Uh, what, what what are you up to? Uh, I'll be in Atlanta Thursday and Friday. I think Friday's sold out. You can go to wellreadcomedy.com for tickets. And then uh, I'm headlining by myself in Portland on Sunday the 19th at Helium. They got like they call it the parking lot series. I think they moved it inside. We all quit. We all just quit the corn. We just gave up as a group, yeah. which I appreciate. And um, <laughs> Uh, that's all I can remember right now. That's enough. Minneapolis is sometime after that. Go to wellreadcomedy.com. Appreciate you giving me the opportunity to plug something. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for doing the show, man. Yeah, really. NFL Sports Talk Football. You like football? Well, guess what we like? Spotify Green Room. My guy or girl. Uh, follow me at uh, Jugman703. Uh, Danny, what's your name on Spotify Green Room? It's Jugman704. Yo, Dan, what you got? Uh, Malibu Barbie 13. Follow us all, baby. It is Spotify Green Room. This is a live audio only sports talk platform. You can talk about anything you want, though. You can talk about music. You can talk about movies. You can play music now. It's owned by Spotify. You can play whatever the fuck you want. And if you get your own conversation going, you can. You can download it and post it wherever the hell you feel like okay yo it's a lot of fun this is your chance to be featured on uh your team's uh outlet that every team has a spotify green room outlet my personal favorite is the rowdy raiders Woo, that's not real uh download the spotify green room app it's free at the uh ios the app store uh create a profile link your twitter to it Yo. join the group it's time at spotify green room follow us Yo. at sorry we love football join me personally at sorry we love football every monday 5 p.m pacific 8 eastern it's spotify green room what color is your room Okay. Hey, it's week two. And guess what happened in week one? There's a new leader in the clubhouse. Jamel came out fucking firing. Unlike the football team, this dude has 10 wins right off the bat. I should have uh, picked I, the Chargers. I should have picked the Chargers. 
but I had to. I had to, I, you know, whatever, man. I, I like my stupid team. I got, I snuck a Saints win in there, so I'm sitting at eight, and Danny is at six. You know, hey, it's a long season. There's Thanks. plenty of ground to make up, but uh, hey, 10 8 6, that's where we're sitting at right now. And let's talk about that football team because they're right back on that horse. Thursday night, Giants at team. Oh, my God. This is a one-sentence game if I've ever fucking seen one. Daniel Jones, Taylor Heineke. It's Thursday night football on Amazon Prime, you stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's going to suck, man. Saquon's not right. We're not right. This is going to be a mess. Can uh, we write the loser of this game off? Can, can the loser of this game just not, not a contender anymore? Straight to hell. Sure. It's over. I will continue to believe in the Washington football team if they lose. I will continue to not believe in the Giants if they lose. I'm betting on the Washington football team. Oh, yeah. It's team uh-huh. on this one for sure. Yeah, I got to pick the team, don't I? Ugh. Sterling Shepard. He looks like a – he's a real guy. The longest tenured Giant. He's the dude yeah. who's just – he's the last Giant. <laughs> I was going to say, Jamel texted me about Saquon Barkley on that Sunday morning, just saying, like, hey, is this a guy? It's crazy that that's where we're at, that we're asking. I know it's injury-related, but now that he's healthy, he still feels like, can I even play this guy in fantasy? That's how bad the Giants are. So thanks for ruining Saquon Barkley, Joe Judge. Jesus Christ. Okay, Sunday, 10 a.m., Patriots at Jets. Um, hey, it's the uh, AFC East rookie quarterback bragging rights on the line. Who's your guys? Well, it's got to be Big Mac because Zach Wilson looked like uh, a pile of dog shit, and the Jets are always bad, and it's just kind of a year-in, year-out situation. Patriots beat the Jets. Jets look terrible for the first three quarters of the season. They win two games, and people start trying to pretend like they might be good again next season. You know. The Jets can't be good. Last time the Jets were good, 9-11 happened. So. I liked Corey Davis. I thought Corey Davis was good. That's yeah, got to mean something. Oh, yeah. Corey Davis did have himself again. Hey, and the He's Patriots. He's a wa- waiver wire all-star. Absolutely a waiver wire all-star. The Jets were – I was not impressed by the Panthers, which who, who we'll get to, which is that Jets-Panthers game. That was just kind of a shit fest. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots – Kind of fumbled that game away because I wasn't impressed by Tua either. But we will get there. I guess, like you said, Pats Jets. You know, we're going to get it twice a season, whether we want it or not. And now we got two new quarterbacks, so Mac will get better. A little bit of intrigue. Okay, next up, uh, Broncos at Jags. Do we make a pick? We all pick the Pats. Great. Yeah, we all pick oh, the yeah, Pats. I figured. Pats, I figured Pats. our yeah. yes. Broncos at Jags. Uh, I want to start with. I saw this story come out about. Urban Meyer and how he takes losses extremely hard as a coach. Like they're like soul wrenching. Like he has to be away from his family. And I'm just like, I got bad news for Urban's family. <laughs> he's gonna be fucking mad as hell this season. Oh, he's gone. When is he gone? He's gone week eight. He's out of here. Ooh, I like this. You think he's just going to bail? No way. He's out of here because whatever college job is going to open up, and he's just going to say, fuck it, bro. They just opened up. They opened up a job. The USC coach, got he left or got fired. USC's a hot job. 
I don't think, I think Urban Meyer's eventually going to fake another heart attack or episode or what have you, but uh, it can't be soon enough to scoop up that job, I don't think. He's, they gave him full control of the team. They told him he can do whatever he wants with the Jaguars. And he's not, he's going to throw them in the trash because that is a thing that he can do. If he does, I don't know how he, I don't know how he uh, uh, walks around any college town with a straight face. My question, any Trevor Lawrence allure? Did you care? Did it move the needle for you at all? Do you give a shit? He looked fine, but, you know, whatever, dude. They suck. That's where I'm at. Yeah, you're just, uh, you're talking about David Carr's. I mean, that's, there, there's your David Carr accident right there. Okay. Yeah. And then on the other end, Teddy Two Gloves. That dude stiff-armed a linebacker and threw a touchdown pass. That was sick. Come on, man. And their defense is good, as Danny predicted. Mm-hmm. And they did the stat in the first half where I saw – you always know a quarterback's having a good game. Teddy Bridgewater had completed a pass to, like, 11 different receivers in the first half. And I was like, okay, this dude spread the ball around. He's doing he's, – he's playing exactly the way the Broncos need him to play. Yep. Apologies to all my Cortland Sutton owners. Yeah. And Jerry Judy. Oh, that's Dude. big, yeah. Yeah, snapped his ankle. I think he's only out for like six weeks, but that still was brutal to watch. It's just, it's uh, one of those examples like we were talking about, the guy who comes in, seems perfect, seems like he can do it, and then just doesn't. Doesn't win big games. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, he's Teddy Bridgewater for a reason. He's middle of the pack, quarterback, gets things done, but what's going to happen when he plays somebody real? I don't know. Luckily, this is not a real game against the Jags. Broncos. Yeah, Broncos cross the board. All chalk so far. Here's, here's one that we might uh, go the other way on. Bills, Dolphins. So Bills, one of the disappoint, probably one of the biggest disappointments of that first week. I talked to a friend of the pod, Aaron Vale, inconsolable. <laughs> Just her world is rocked. She didn't think the Bills could lose anymore. So it was a harsh reminder for Bills fans that, yes, they can. And Josh, maybe a tad overrated. I mean, were the Steelers just ready for them? Steelers are nice. Steelers have a good defense. Yeah, their defense is probably the best, the the class of the the league. Ben, I thought, was just horrendous. Oh, he's rotten inside and out, that man. Holy shit, he was bad. And he's only going to get worse. I, I, I don't see him improving this season, so... Uh, congrats, Steelers fans. You guys get to do the defense thing, which I think Steelers fans like that, actually. No one can beat us, and we have a, the worst offense in the league. So, And uh, you know who has a good defense? The Dolphins. Yeah, Believe do. it or not, Dolphins' defense is real and legitimate and nothing to be made fun of anymore. Uh, I don't think it's as good, or maybe they won't be able, because I think the big thing with the Steelers was pressure off the edge and how the bills don't really have like you know an all-world offensive line or an all-world set of tackles at least Steelers were getting a lot of pressure on Josh Allen he didn't like that I don't think the Dolphins play that way they're more solid in the secondary kind of team but it could happen I am gonna go for the bills but I I you know if the Dolphins win uh, I don't know I don't know I'll I, I won't be surprised. I'll I'll just leave it at that. I'm still take the I'm gonna take the Williams. I'm taking the Billy Billy boys. 
I got to go with the Bills as well. I want to pick the Dolphins, but I, Tua, to me, not impressive in that game. I know they got away with the win. He didn't really do anything that that was that great. So I'm still waiting to see Tua do anything beyond throw, like, a five-yard crosser. So we'll see what happens. He's not good. Uh, Niners at Eagles. So let's start with the Niners. They had the funniest game of the week. <laughs> They were up 38 to 10, and then the Lions just like got two onside kicks and a crazy fumble recovery. And Goff, for whatever reason, just started playing as well as he's ever played. Uh, I got really swept up in that ending. It was pretty fun. The, I think the fucking Niners basically put up 50 points, and everybody's laughing at them. Yeah. Correct. I mean, have you ever seen Goff like orchestrate a comeback before? It was just. What is your team doing to allow something like that to happen? It was a pretty interesting week for quarterbacks that have been completely written off, though, with Tyrod and Goff and Wentz uh, not playing badly, and, and I guess to a lesser extent Bridgewater. But this this uh, Niners team supposed to be defensive dogs and kind of kind of look like clowns there at the end, but well, they just thought that the they just thought the Lions were going to roll over. I don't think they'll. I don't think that's going to keep happening well you got to stop will not let you lose by 20 plus that's his whole mantra we have to lose by closer than 10 he nibbled a little kneecap skin there he got a little something off of the niners and the niners keep getting their running backs hurt i don't know what this what yeah and their corner got hurt jason verrett who's really good and you know i mean like they're gonna sit trey sermon now he was a six round fantasy pick what the fuck is Shanahan doing? He makes Brandon he said Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk gets set. He's like he's like trying to fuck with us. I don't know what the fuck yeah. his problem is. I don't like it, and I'm going to say that the Niners are going to win anyway. I almost said that, that, that uh, so I'm betting on the Eagles, but no, I can't can't lose that sweet sweet Red Lobster. Yeah, for sure. I'm uh obviously I was overjoyed with that Eagles game, especially when you uh, make. Make it happen. I, I brought a HDMI cord. I got a buff stream going, and I got to watch the Eagles game in Spain. Uh, Kim left. <laughs> it was just like this is absurd. This is embarrassing. Uh, I'm gonna bring this up anytime I need to shame you. And I was like, I have to. I'm sorry. It's just a curse. And I was rewarded because that was the first time I can remember the Eagles blowing out anybody in years. So it was just a breeze of a watch. No nerves. What a three hours. Uh, Hurts to Smith. Sounds pretty good, right? I love Jalen Hurts for my fantasy squad, at least. I started him over over Justin Herbert, and I feel so good about finally making a correct starting decision. One for the year. Uh, I'm taking the Niners. I'm taking the Niners as well. Uh, can't hope does not spring eternal. Here's the thing. I, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to pick against the Eagles all season. Obvi- I get swept up in that first game. Now I'm on board. The Niners are supposed to be one of the best teams in the league. If if we can, I don't know how we win this game, but if we can, then I'll be a believer and I'll come in fucking hot next week. Otherwise, I, I'm just kind of playing it safe. I got to see what happens. Uh, Jamel, any any Eagles thoughts, or would you rather go to the next game? Uh, next game, please. <laughs> Rams at Colts. Uh, Wentz. 
it, it was fine. I don't know. He's bad. He got sacked a couple times, fumbled, threw an interception, also threw a couple touchdowns. Their defense was terrible. Um, and the Rams were great. I don't have much to say about this game. The Rams are going to kill him. Yeah, this is a one-sentence game in my head. Uh, yeah, after the Colts did what they did, it just kind of seems like the, maybe the pressure of being the the least vaccinated team in the league finally got to them. They feel, they feel like nobody loves them, and they lost all of their will to fight against the, the, the libs, the, the people trying to take away their freedom. We didn't get that sack dance in week one, but this is a nice spot for it. Rams at Colts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Aaron Donald, probably very vaccinated because he's been doing a lot of commercials. I think for sure, once he bears down on Carson Wentz, that syringe is going in the arm, that mimed syringe. And it's going to happen many, many times because I think the the Colts O-line has also kind of given up on what they do, you know, feeling good about protecting a guy who I think we all agree is kind of a piece of shit. It's Wentz. That's the thing. The The Eagles have the same O-line they had last year, and Jalen Hurts has all day. The Colts have the same O-line they had last year, and Wentz, which is supposed to be one of the strengths of the team, he holds onto the ball for too long. He tries to do too much. That's his flaw. Um, so all right. That's the Wentz problem. You know what? I'm sticking to this. It's the Rams, but we are all – chalk we are all in agreement on all these i gotta go back and amend one of these just so that we have some action going on give me the dolphins over the bills okay just let's spice it up here i'm down i'm going i'm going the jamel route which cost you dearly last season but now i'm doing it i was doing comedy picks (laughs) raiders at steelers what's the funniest pick mark davis for the win uh, I think I'm picking the Steelers. I think I'm the picking Steelers? the Steelers here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't see how the Raiders, I mean, they played a pretty poor game offensively and got really lucky against a, a not as good of a defense right now in the Ravens. And then, you know, we're expecting Big Ben to suck, but I mean, anybody can light up that Ravens D. I just don't, I don't, I want to, I want to, but I don't see a way. For me, this is a bet against Big Ben. I'm really going to ride this Big Ben is is finished train, and I'm going to see if it pays off. Uh, Obviously, the Steelers defense is great, but I'm going to go Raiders here. Jamel, can I get the Raiders and then we'll move on? The Raiders. Thank you. We just hadn't had one in so long. Feels good. Uh, okay, Bengals at Bears, uh, one sentence game. Uh, I'll just say, Zach Taylor, thank you for not trying to tie that game. That was an awesome fourth and short call for that basically won them the game. A little play action tight end dump uh, to beat the Vikings, and I thought that was very funny because I didn't want to tie. And I like this Bengals team. I like them too. And Bears, your defense sucks. Trade us, Khalil Mack. about time uh i'm going Bengals. i don't know what you guys like Bengals, for sure joey b hey and andy dalton revenge game let's that 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 cannot be uh downplayed enough Bengals. 
<laughs> yeah, it's so sad. I mean, Justin Fields is on the uh, played like four snaps and was just so clearly better. It, it makes no sense. It's it's um, it's a protect our job move for Nagy and them. It's just the hope of later. You can, uh, you know, we have this other guy that we're gonna play. I, I'm the, I'm the orchestrator of the Mahomes sitting for a year, right? I was there for that, so this is he what was, we have to do too. He, he was definitely there in the building. Okay. Uh, Texans at Browns. Uh, Texans, pleasant surprise. The Browns. You got to be close to perfect to beat the Chiefs. There's just no margin of error against that team because the rest of the teams don't have Patrick Mahomes. So you can't fucking botch a snap. Well, it's him and Tyreek Hill, man. Tyreek Hill was just open. Every moment of the game, he was open. I'm still picking the Browns, though. Oh, yeah. Clock control. Oh, please. I mean, this is a one-sentence game. The Texans are – this is a 50-point – this is a 50-burger kind of game. I mean, it's going to be 55-10. You feel bad for him, like the Browns are going to take out their rage? No, I mean, the Texans knew this was coming. They got their day in the sun. But for, hey, the Browns, that first half was like, they did everything perfectly. They came out, scored on the first drive, go for two and get it. And it's just like, man, this team is here to fucking win this game. I loved it. I loved the aggression. That's how you have to play the Chiefs. And they just couldn't do it for the whole game oh they were so close they yeah were so right there it hurts okay, uh, saints at panthers Jameis winston was a revelation the saints were a revelation they they fucking killed the packers 38 to 3 uh i don't know if you saw any of their locker room footage after the game that team is playing loose they're having fun drew is gone so the principal is not at the high school anymore <laughs> and the team can finally have fun and they're having fun that was a fun-ass Saints game. I, if you're a Saints fan, that's probably like your favorite week one game ever. I'm looking down the list of all the rest of the games that we have to review, and I just don't, I don't see one where we're going to disagree. I, I really, I mean, there, there are just such obvious picks here. This Saints-Panthers Panthers game might be the closest game of all the rest of them that we have. Maybe Cowboys-Chargers is going to be a conversation, but all the rest of them are clear, clear victories for the better teams sometimes it's chalk sometimes it is almost yeah i I was about to pick the panthers just for their um their mixed reality (laughs) uh what do you call that it was like a experience yeah yeah i think if that panther comes on the field and put gets Jameis winston in its jaws and starts shaking him around Maybe the Panthers have a chance, but I just don't think there's a way to really believe in the Panthers. Okay. We're all Saints. Yeah, you're right, Danny. I mean, because Vikings, Cardinals, the Vikings have no life. I mean, we pointed this out from their preseason game. We knew that this team was atrocious, and they lost to the Bengals in a very winnable game, and it was hilarious. And, yeah, the Cardinals appear to be clicking on all cylinders. Chandler Jones had five sacks. Uh, they they have J.J. Watt, who is just an afterthought now. It's not like he's terrible. So I think we covered the Cardinals a little bit when Drew was on. Let's just all say Cardinals. Any funny Vikings thoughts? No. What happens to Kirk Cousins? Does somebody with a shitty quarterback now want him next season? Because he's also a shitty quarterback. 
Mike Zimmer was trashing him at halftime. <laughs> you know, he was like jogging off the field and they talked to him. Zimmer was like saying he's extremely frustrated with his quarterback. And I was like, this is awesome. This is, is week one. Is Lamar Jackson the only openly unvaxxed quarterback that's good? Oh, no, I guess we got Josh Allen. All right, so it's a mix. <laughs> okay, uh, Falcons at Bucks. Matt Ryan was awful. Uh, Kyle Pitts, nowhere to be seen. Uh, they thought that getting rid of Julio, they'd just be completely fine, and they really weren't. I don't know what the identity – you know, Arthur Smith, he leaves the Titans – Titans are a fucking mess. And he goes to the Falcons, and they're also a mess. I don't know what to say other than Bucks. Bucks. A Bucks. Any Bucks thoughts? I mean, that was the first game. Of the- yeah, they're good. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, Titans at Seahawks. Russell Wilson throws the best deep ball maybe I've ever seen. I mean, it's so nice, and he loves fucking chucking it out there. Tyler Lockett made two Willie Mays catches. I mean, that shit is so pretty to watch. I just think it's... There's got to be a way that the Titans come back from what happened to them. You can't have A.J. Brown and Julio and Derrick Henry and a decent quarterback and not rebound somehow. Yeah, their defense sucks, and they won't be able to stop Russell Wilson from doing whatever he wants, just ball-fucking them. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just going to pick them just to be nuts. I was going to do that. So is Jamel probably. If Jamel does it, then I'm going back to the Seahawks. I'm not. Hawks! All right, give me the Titans, and we'll just live or die with, on Ryan Tannehill's shoulders, which sounds awful as I'm saying it. I'm going Titans as well. Um, just because, like you're saying, like I don't think the Colts ever established a run. Derrick Henry is going to have eight amazing games this season, so why wouldn't this be one of them? Uh, okay, Cowboys at Chargers. This is a very fun game. Cowboys sniffed around, fucked around, and almost beat the champs, but they, you know, Brady did what he does, and the Chargers beat the team. So this is definitely a fun one. What is it, 95% Cowboys fans in that stadium? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm picking the Cowboys here. Wow. <laughs> I mean, they got a pretty good offense. Dak looked great. I don't see why not. Because Justin Herbert is why not. Well, sure. It'll be a shootout, but I'm going with Dakota Prescott. Cowboys looked great. They are a good team. I hate hate to say it to you guys. It's the unfortunate truth. And I believe Zeke should rebound because otherwise I'm going to be really pissed that I picked him third he's overall. So he's not bad. He's just so bad. He's just not being utilized well enough. You got too many pass catchers who can play on that team that you can't really support a Zeke as much as you used to be able to. I'm going to pick the Chargers. Um, I think just on nitrous oxide at all times. He is just like the giggle monster from a Batman comic. He can play. He's great inside the 10. That's what I was. That's what I was going for. Should I have picked Nick Chubb? Like I thought I wanted to maybe, but I think Zeke does something in this game. I think this is a shootout. 
But I think the Chargers are going to win. Oh, Chargers. Chargers. I said it. You were typing in Cowboys, and I was like, what the fuck? Said Chargers. Oh. I believe the Chargers always start hot. Two games left. Sunday night, Chiefs at Ravens. Chiefs. And he thinks this is an easy one. He said these are just easy. The rest of them are obvious. This is obvious, yes. I don't know if it's obvious. It should be obvious. What we talked about earlier was this Lamar Jackson problem. The, mm-hmm. the, he has these primetime games that he just hasn't pulled out yet. Why not start this week yeah. against the Chiefs? Sure. Why not, Why not expect every single trend that's been going our way? For, Mahomes is, what, 16-0 and 0, or now 17-0? and 0? In September. in September, he doesn't. He's got 35 touchdowns, no interceptions. We always play the Ravens early in the year. Wherever we play them, we beat the shit out of them. They haven't figured us out. We've figured Lamar out, and they, you know, they looked even worse than they have over the past couple of seasons in this Raiders game. They just lost to the fucking Raiders. What are we talking about? I mean, there's nothing to figure out. Tyreek Hill is the best. It, it, nothing matters, Chiefs. Yeah, I'd love to make a case for the Ravens. And look, they very well, they very well could pull this game out. But am I picking them to do that? <laughs> Absolutely not. This is Chiefs all the way. I mean, okay, let's just get into what's almost. This is uh, almost as fun as that Thursday night Giants team game. We got Lions-Packers on mm. Monday night. The Lions on Monday yeah. night. Right in the... This is the perfect scheduling because the Lions have America's heart right now. As far as everybody's concerned, the Lions beat the Niners <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> That's basically the outcome that we've all accepted. And now we have the Packers at their lowest. Their lowest. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you want Aaron Rodgers, when you're the Detroit Lions with a horrible defense, is right, and they just lost their best corner, is right when Aaron Rodgers is feeling low, insecure, and ready to lash out. It's the Packers all the way, and it's going to be a blowout. I mean, we were just talking about a team that's figured out another team that just has secured ownership of another team with the Chiefs and Ravens. This is the exact same situation. I, every time I watch this game... Aaron Rodgers throws five touchdowns. Pack. Go pack, go. No no little Lions belief? Motown miracle? What would you say that belief would be based on? Is it the the Quintez Cephas? Is that what's doing it? Hawk is good. Yeah, he's good. He was the only good pick I made in my draft. That is the trade that I'm now dangling in front of a guy who lost Ryan Fitzpatrick in our two-quarterback league. I have Tannehill, Rodgers, and Jameis. I'm saying, if you want Tannehill, you got to give me Dalvin Cook and Hawk. Jesus. He might do it. Okay. Lions-Packers, just a hilarious Monday night game. Could the fans turn on Rodgers in this game? This is at Lambeau. Pretend it's 17-3 Seventeen to three going into half. They're running into the tunnel. Are the fans booing Aaron Rodgers? No. He's earned too much goodwill. You know, he might be a jerk off, but they love him. That's fair. I just had to see. Okay, uh, let's get into our mailbag. You've got mail. Uh, we have just too much mail. I mean, you keep sending it, but there's too much here, so we're going to try and get to it. Uh, Danny, 
Why don't you reach into that deep, deep mailbag? I will. It is deep, extra deep this year, but I'm going to get to the bottom. All right, let's see. Oh, I got a good one. Here we go. It looks international. Uh, hey, guys, not really a fan of the show, but I'm writing in because this is the only way I can think of to get through to Dan. This is his wife, Kim. We've been spending the last couple weeks in Europe, so I didn't want to say this to his face and ruin the fun, but I think this is the best way to get my message out. How the fuck are you recording a podcast during our honeymoon? You think that's normal? You think it's okay? Hey babe, we can't go to the Louvre today because I have to talk about Nick Sirianni. Danny and Jamel could have done this one on their own and no one would have noticed or cared, but no. Nobody. No, you can't. Go for it. I'm sorry. Then Dan's adding extra takes. Extra takes. He's giving us extra double takes. We could have been in and out of this one with just me and Jamel. But she's, I mean, she's going on. She's, she's, you know, you can't let anyone down because, uh, you know, you're such a good guy. Except, of course, your new wife who waited through the entire pandemic to have our dream vacation. But instead of getting wined and dined every night or making love under the shadow of Big Ben, I'm watching you type up game pick emails and listen closely for editing time code notes. Like I said, I don't want to ruin things, so I'm going to act like I never sent this letter. But deep down, just know that I'm extremely pissed off and not sure I'll ever forgive you. Hope you have something spectacular planned for the last few days, asshole. Birds suck. Love, Kim. Oh, I'm going to play that for her. She's going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) I I completely deserve that. Uh, Jamel, do you have a letter? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I do. I got a letter. Hey guys, it's me, Bean Dad, writing in again. <laughs> uh, I'd like to congratulate Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles on their week one victory and also issue an apology. At the end of last season, I questioned you guys' decision to tank, but it looks like it's paying off. I bought two pallets worth of nine volt batteries to sell at Lincoln Financial Field to teach my kid about entrepreneurism. But it looks like they won't be necessary. Go birds. Yikes. Is Bean Dad from Philly? Did we establish his character? I don't character? think so. Yeah. Right. Bean Dad, our Bean Dad is from Philly. I don't know if the real Bean Dad is from Philly. Well, I mean, you Hardy- don't know which Bean Dad this is. <laughs> it's not the Bean Dad. It's a Bean Dad. It's just a Bean Dad. Hardigan's from from Riverside, so you know Eagles fans can be from anywhere. Also. Anywhere in the world. I'm converting uh, Tom, who we're staying with. He's gonna. I'm leaving him an Eagles hat. So, yeah, they're gonna be in London too. Yuck. Letter from Tyrod Taylor. Why is he writing in? I don't know, but it reads, "How about them Texans? Hey, how come no one talks about the fact that the only reason I lost my starting job last season?" It's because my team doctor stabbed me in the lungs mm. before our game week one. I'm a starting quarterback in this league. Please remember that. Signed, Tyrod Taylor. Nah, man. Something's going to happen to you. You got a cloud That's over you. Bad. Oh, my yeah, God. You the, did cover that. The plot of an episode of NCIS is God going to happen it. to this man. Real Dart soon. to the neck. <laughs> Dart to the neck. Okay, final thoughts on the week. Um, 
My final thought is Danny's letter was correct, and I got to <laughs> get the hell out of here. Uh, what do you guys got? Uh, I'll just tell the people I uh, I was walking onto the plane on the way from the on the plane that goes from Kansas City to Los Angeles, and I got uh, I got stopped as I'm walking down the aisle to my shitty seat and coach by a man in first class wearing a Chiefs mask. He did he t- he asked me how did I love that game. We talked back and forth, conversed. Oh, Mahomes is the best. What a what an ending. Baker fell apart, and then I realized after a couple seconds of looking at him. It was David Koechner, ladies and gentlemen. David Koechner and I, me and Champ Kind, talking Chiefs football on the plane. So live your dreams. Hell yeah. That's awesome. We're bros now. What is he, the number two Chiefs fan in charge? I would say you you got Paul Rudd, him... Eric Stone Street. I think Sudeikis might be a Chiefs fan, but mm. you know he doesn't. He doesn't flaunt it as much. And Brad Pitt did put on a Chiefs hat at the Oscars after we won the Super Bowl, but he's so from St. Louis. Of, most of the Hollywood white elite. <laughs> well, it's a Kansas City football team. I mean, what do you expect? We're a highly yeah, no, segregated no. city. Shout out to Eddie Griffin. Yeah. What do you got? Final thoughts. Um, I gotta find some new game day snacks because it's very clear to me that I should not be eating cheese anymore. (laughs) The whole game day Sunday, every meal I ate, cheese was a star of the show, and I did make myself sick, and it can't happen anymore. I need a nice, I need a fun game day salad. I like that you're saying it out loud so that we hold you to it. No cheese. It's really bad for me. Hey, Jamel, on behalf of cheese, we're sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm very sorry, Kim. Sorry. (laughs) Very sorry, Kim. I'm the sorriest. I'm sorry.